Coming to you live from the Square Table. Hey, yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Square Table. I'm your boy, Darren Deshay. And this is the podcast where we give advice and answer the hard questions about life. I'm joined by my two co-hosts, my boy D-Mo Dog. and Jay Lee. Dog. What up, girl? Dog. What, what up, Today man? I'm just trying not to. Like, we're too close to Father's Day for me to kill my son, so... I'm just trying to be the patient <laughs> father. Demo, aka the patient father. That's what I'm trying to. Is that your aka yeah, today, the patient father, father bro? We're too close. We're just too close, you know. Bro, why? What is he doing? Oh, he what is just, little Darren bro. doing, man? Yeah, you know we'll talk it, about it, it on the Father's Day episode. For all the other parents <laughs> out there, they'll be able to relate. It's just it's uh, like shit no. your kid do that just makes you. Yes, it just oh my god, it just pushes your buttons and you like understand because they're a kid, but like it takes everything in you to not just strangle them. I can't relate, bro. I know, though. It's like. I mean, yeah. think, so for, never mind, I don't even want to go there because somebody's going to be mad at me for comparing kids to dogs, so you know I'm not even No, you can't. They're going to be mad, that. but I mean, not I, a kid, you I, know. I, like, they love to play fetch. Like, I don't I don't understand. Kids love to, nah, you say kids love to play fetch? What the fuck? They do. No, like, you throw something across the room. <laughs> I don't, like, don't want to say they like to play fetch, but I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of like a dog. How they want to be up under you all the time. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I can relate to that. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Just being so annoying. It's kind of like that. Like, they're just being needy, and it just fucking makes me so mad, man. But, like, I don't want to get too deep into it. This is, what the fuck are we talking about this week, man? Because this shit is just going to be mad, dog. It's going to fucking... God, be getting up my nerves sometimes. Oh, man. Well, moving on, we do a, uh, a recap, as we do all the time, of last week's episode, which was a chivalry dead, where we had a multitude of guests on to include my boy randolph he came back for another episode um but uh what what we did we did we had uh josh josh sisters um who else mia was there who else do we have on there i think that's i think that was it but this little room baby Uh, did make a short appearance yeah everybody everybody stopped through but uh, no, that, that was a that was a fun one. that was a fun one that was a fun episode to record as we celebrated Josh's nuptials. Yeah, nuptials. Yeah, nuptials. Okay, he got married. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Another one. Another one down. Two down. One no more, more to go. go. No, no, one no more, more to go. Definitely. I don't know, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if it's in the cars for me, bro. I just I don't know. The rate I'm going, huh? Like there's always somebody. Like, I'm sorry, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be that uh, man. I just, you know, I don't want to call you out there like that. But you a wild boy. But anyway, you know, I, wanna, um, I definitely want to apologize for last week. Um, I know that we said we were going to do movie shots, but um, in our defense, we got really drunk. Um, and uh, we had ulterior motives. And, you know. We actually all pa- passed out on the couch. Yeah, that was the first attempt. Everybody got knocked <laughs> But the second attempt, Josh got kidnapped. Um, Shay Shay had some different things going on. We just had different things going on, man. We just didn't have time um, to really get it to get it in. You we did. Just, Josh, you did Josh get kidnapped. I don't know if you so, if you remember or not, but you disappeared for a considerable amount of time. Um during 
during the during oh, the, yeah during you the evening. Broke my yeah. No, it's not broken, man. Like I don't. It wasn't. <laughs> it's not. It's just. It the wasn't me, part, by the way. Like, I don't know if you know that or not, like, but I didn't break the hookah. Um, but yeah, so movie shots. You know, we got some new things going on. I pumped y'all something new. I definitely did it. Um, I'm looking forward to you guys listening to it and tell me what you guys think. I got this great ideas, but we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. Um, when we talk about movie shots after we talk about the segment today. So, so today's segment. Uh. It's time for what the, what the fuck's of the week, right? Yeah, definitely. It's what the fuck's of the week. Yeah. What the fuck was that? What's of the week? So since Josh was the last one to come up with his what the fuck, I say he go first. Exactly. Josh, what you got, bro? What's your I what need, the fuck of the I week? I need more time. I need more he, time. He probably did. <laughs> 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 yeah. no, no, no bullshit. I saw a lot of shit on Facebook and just social media in general. That's where I always where I get my what the fuck's of the week. Because there's just so much bullshit that's out there. Right, right, right. Um, so right now, I'm scrolling through all this stuff. That I just can't decide on which one. So give me a second. Y'all go. Y'all go ahead and do y'all do y'all too. Well, <laughs> like what the fuck? And you know, in honor of Josh, since you know he he doesn't have his what the fuck of my other week. My what the fuck of the week actually revolves around Josh and the fact that you know while I was at his house last week, I left my blanket. You know, my one of my favorite Eagles blanket. I, I bought it in to provide me some warmth, and, some warmth and comfort to Josh's house because his wife likes to have the air on like 60 degrees. Doesn't she? So you know, <laughs> but I, unfortunately, I forgot my Eagles blanket. I didn't realize until I got home. Well, I told Josh, and he refuses to send me my Eagles blanket. <laughs> and as we record right now, he's actually wearing my Eagles blanket, and he won't get his shit back. Nice. And that's like that's my what the fuck of the week. Nice. Like, I need all y'all to, uh, when y'all hear this, to text Josh. I mean, not text, shit, text him, tweet him, fucking IG him, tell him to send me my goddamn Eagles blanket back. He's not even a fucking Eagles fan. But I do like blankets. Sitting there with it, with my Eagles blanket on and a fucking Eagles picture in his in his recording room. And he's not even an Eagles fan. And he won't but send me my shit. But the from Philly, so it's kind of okay, right? I don't give a fuck. I want my blanket <laughs> back, bro. Give me my shit back, man. Like, I pay for this shit. I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna fuck. Where's she from? That's my fucking blanket. I'm gonna be honest though. My nigga got my hat though. I want that shit back too. I'm gonna be mad as fuck if somebody got that shit on. Bruh, Josh's fucking house is like eating everybody's shit up, bruh. I want my aviators back too. You got my aviators. You probably wearing them shits to work every day. I can't. I can't wear that in uniform. Talking about talking about the only aviators I got is in my car. Yeah, because you took them and put them in the car, motherfucker. He probably do got that shit or his wife. Or you know that movie where them fucking babies are talking and shit? Bo- Boss Baby, I think. Boss Baby? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Josh walking around with aviators. Right, baby. Shit. Josh probably got his shit wearing that shit all the time, dog, when he's handling his business. You know what I'm saying? Ah, damn, bro. Just, bro, just be it. You know what I mean? That's all. I'm just asking for my stuff back. Why, you know what I'm saying? Why my nigga Darren going off and shit? Um, I came up with two what the fucks of the week um, to give Josh more motherfucking time. You know what I'm saying? But so my first what the fuck of the week originally was the uh, Comey investigation. You know, and I just felt like it was a, a what the fuck of the week because it was a waste of fucking time. You know what I'm saying? Like anything that he might have said, he wouldn't have been able to testify in front of everybody else. He, so it was really just a waste of time. But out of that, there were so many other what the fucks of the week, especially with the whole Hillary fucking thing. When McCain was asking Hillary, why are we investigating Hillary? Like, I don't understand why that was even something that you'd even fucking ask. Because if Hillary was somebody that was going to fucking do some shit, 
she would have won. You know what I'm saying? And if she did have fucking ties, she mean like what? Also, not the president of the United States. Right, 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 right. So I don't understand why that was I mean, even her. This is stupid. Her campaign didn't collude with Russia. Like, there's a million reasons why we're not investigating Hillary Clinton. Exactly. So I thought that it was just dumb for him to even have asked that or brought that up. And so that was definitely my what the fuck of the week. But what my actual what the fuck of the week this time is, all these HBCU presidents died, man. Um, the former HBCU president of Diller died. Um, we mentioned that. And then the the, the HBCU president of uh, Morehouse, the interim, he just fucking died. Um, and so, Did he just get there? Yeah, he just got there. So I think that, you know, it's crazy. They out here assassinating my people, man. Fucking they're assassinating, they're assassinating HBCU presidents. What yeah, the fuck? man, like I don't fucking know what's going on, man. Harvey need to fucking tighten it Harvey up. Need because... to open security and, and stay healthy because Har- Harvey's old. Well, yeah, they old and it's crazy Har- that they just dying Har- like that. Harvey old as shit. He is old as shit, man. Right, and so he, I think... he, he an old ass dude, man. Uh, He's been it's... around for for fucking for decades. Dog, I, I just don't understand like how these people are dying like that, and it's it's crazy because it's not, you know. It's, it's not just any old school out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's actual... You know what? I don't... I don't... I don't... I don't want to go on any other school like that or anything like that, but I mean... <laughs> but it's Morehouse, you know what I'm saying? And, like, I feel like it's a time where we really are in a need for a fucking yeah. um, HBCU leader. And so I think that this is crucial. But, you know, I gave two. So Josh definitely need to be fucking on his you shit You did give two. So... Um, I don't know yes. if, if that was enough, Josh, but I mean, what, what you got, man? What you got? <laughs> the fuck? Like, I just don't understand. Josh like, don't never come prepared. Why did he like Bro, what are we doing? Yo, my what the fuck of the week is personal. I'm like, as I sit here in this chair, I'm hurt. I'm physically hurting. I'm only 27, but my whole body feels beat. The fuck up. This is so I, my what the fuck of the week is why do we, we when we get older, why do we have to be in so much pain? Is this like domestic violence hurt. cry right now? My, <laughs> <laughs> no, not even. Dog, I played, is Glenn whooping your ass no, in the first week? I played three like, games of basketball. <laughs> I, I played on Thursday, I played three games of basketball, right? It was like, like me against my soldiers and my first sign, and we was, we was kicking it. And then but Josh, you don't play I basketball, woke up Friday. Though. Like at all. Yeah, but I, I was actually pretty good. I was actually, <laughs> I can't play basketball. I'm but, shitty at basketball. Right, so I can play football and cross. I suck at basketball. But we was killing it. Me and my first time won three games straight. That's besides the point. I'm saying, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> Why am I hurting so bad? Like, I woke up and I laid in bed for a solid two hours. Cause I could not roll over and get out of bed cause my back hurt so bad. So what you're saying is that's why you didn't come prepared. Uh, yeah, low key. I just got out the like an hour. Were, you were hurt. Yeah, I got out of bed like an hour and a half ago. Duh. Uh huh. So basically, what I just learned is that one, Josh is platoon sergeant. It's probably LeBron hey, and Jay. Hey. And two, Josh don't even know how to like. Play basketball, so I don't even understand like why that was something that he just decided he was gonna do. I feel like there's old age. And three, dog, you using muscles you ain't never even had before, so that's why you were hurt, dog. I don't understand. Exactly, bro. You exercise some muscles that you haven't exercised in quite a while. That that I promise you, you'll be okay. I use that every day. 
Right. Yeah. That's not how that works, man. Like, if you had like I swear I had a triple double. Did you dunk, bro? I tried. You dunk. Tried once. You tried. I think it's the rim easy. It's just getting the ball over the rim. You gotta get them shoes with the little springs. You ain't got. You you don't have ups though. So you can't do it. So you gotta get the shoes with. You can't either. I, I didn't I'm not out here running ball, bro. That's not my thing. I'm not even going front dog. I I, I can't play basketball. <laughs> I can't even play football for real. They probably snatched in high school. I, I, I don't even play. try. I don't even pretend to know like to act like I can run ball. Now you put a football in my hands, I'm good, and that's about it. Yeah, dog. I, I I'm I'm with Shay, man. I couldn't play sports worth a damn. Like I tried football, but they called me snatched because I couldn't catch shit. Like, they just knew that if the ball came in my direction, I wasn't going to catch it. Like, I had to play defense and just fucking swat the ball all the time. Like, because I was some ass, dog. Like, I just was, man. I have an ugly-ass shot, so I can't play basketball. Like, the sports is just not my fucking thing. And, like, I'm more of a track dude, so, like, I'm, I'm always ready to run. But, like, the problem is, is, like, the coach is always fucking. And that's that's, your, team that's your history teacher. Yeah, man. He, so he, he made you play every fucking <laughs> other sport at the school because he was your history teacher. And that nigga, like, every time, like, he made you play all the sports you never wanted to. So that was my thing, dog. I, so I'm not going to hold you, man. I can't play sports with a damn either. Oh, man. So, yeah, so. so that's, that's, that's your what the fuck, huh, Josh? Why you heard yeah. it? What the fuck? I might come up later this episode and um, come with another one, but no, no, that was it. That was it. You already fucking said what you had, so you can't come up with another one later. Like, we it's all good, bro. We held it down for you. Man. Yeah, man, shit. Some icy hot, get a, a heating pad, bro. Hey, y'all remember listening? Javani used to fucking put on a Bengay and a fucking put Bengay and come yeah, into the, the come into the PT test. No, shout smell out like fucking old people homes <laughs> and shit. Shout out to Alyssa and Javani for being the original OGs, dog. Cause they they did that shit religiously, bro. Yo, like, they used to come into the PT test smelling like straight old people with Bengay and icy hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those. Are I remember that. Yeah. Like, that shit's hilarious, bro. Like. Damn, those are original OGs. Hey, man, so I don't know if you guys uh, have been paying attention to uh, the news or the Twitter sphere or black Twitter. Let's, let's, let's go with black Twitter. If you've been playing, paying any attention to black Twitter over the last week, uh, you would have saw um, kind of like the backlash to something that uh, Bill Maher said on his show. Uh, now, Bill Maher, he's got, uh, what is it, Real Time on HBO is his show, and he's been a, he's, he's a you know, progressive for the most part. Uh, he's a proponent of a multitude of uh, social issues for black, brown, you know, LGBT, um, pretty much any in every Shout out to black minority. Pride this week, or gay pride this weekend. It is, that is this weekend. It is this weekend. Shout out, shout out, shout out. But, um, yeah, man, he said some, uh, some real controversial and, uh, really uh, unexcusable shit on the show. He had, uh, what is it, uh, Senator, Senator Sessi from, Nebraska, and they were talking about they were talking. He was talking about getting them to come out to fucking Nebraska to do some work. And I think the the direct quote was, I'd "Love to have you work in the fields with us." <laughs> work in the fields. That's part of that. That's <laughs> Senator. I'm a house nigga. <laughs> no, it's and not not house nigga. Not that it makes any difference, but he said it with the hard er. Like nigger. I'm a house nigger. Yeah, I mean that was his. That was Bill Maher's response. I'm a house nigger. Nigger. And so, which brought up, which, it's, which, it's which brought up, yeah, I mean, I mean, 
it's not it really i mean when i in in my they in my opinion when it ain't ain't the same thing nigga nigga they got you know when you say it you say it fuck it uh, it don't matter but uh that brought us to this this the topic today like really um you know who who can say the word nigga um, but before we before we dive into that, what are your thoughts on you know what uh, what Bill Maher said during his um during the show, Darren, Josh? Um, I think the so I have friends that they're not white; they're actually Pacific Islanders. Um, that mm-hmm. use the word regularly, like that's just even if they're then that's yeah, cool. They use it that's they, cool with you? between themselves, even though. When there's not black people around or anything, like you can tell when some people say the word that they just use it in their everyday language, and it's not coming from a place of, you know, malice. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, Bill Maher. But does that make it? I mean, does that make it cool? Does that make it okay? Like you? Do you? I mean, when they used it, when they said it, I didn't personally take it offensive. Like I didn't take offense to it. So to me, I was like, when I first heard, it, I was like. The fuck did you just say? Nigga, shut the fuck up. Mm. But then I thought about it and I was kind of like, okay. I mean, you're not saying it to me because I don't know. I don't know. I don't so, know Bill Maher like that. So when, he's, when I hear him say it, it has a different meaning to me. So it's how people, it's how people use the word and the setting in which they're using it. So the context. Yes. Really. Interesting. Demo, what you what you what you got? I see you over there. Uh, Your head is like mine stern. What, what's up? Well, I just, I'm struggling with the the whole idea of the question, right? Because I guess in the the responsible adult in me wants to say that that really nobody should use the word because of the oppression and the hatred that's kind of behind it. So I don't feel like anyone uh-huh. should use that word. Um, but then I'm being realistic to the person that I am, and I know that I say nigga a lot, Term. right? Um, and we use it as a turn of endearment, right? Mm-hmm. So when we think about it, like, if I'm hanging out with my friends, um, and they say, nigga, like, I, I want to say that I'll be offended, or I want to say that I'll be absol- ups- upset, but I really think it's about the way that you say it and the intent behind it. Um, because I know when I was younger, um, I would hang out, you know, Hispanics, you know, Asians, Latinos, all those kind of things, um, and, or kind of people, and they would say nigga, and I would think no different of it because those are the people in my group, and just like any other circle group, like the more that I say a word, just like if I say bro a lot, people I hang out with are gonna say bro a lot, but like that's, I just that's feel like language in general, though. exactly. So and and that's why I feel like with nigga, like that's the thing that people are gonna say, um, and so I don't know. I want to say that I'd be mad, but I don't know if it's really like. Uh, I, 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 I I'll let you know right now, only black people can use the word nigga, in my opinion. Yes, and, and I and I, I want to agree with you and say that only black people can say nigga, but that at the same token though, like, um, not everybody's gonna agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like everybody's gonna be on the same accord and say that only black people can say nigga. And I, and I'm starting to venture out to think that it's not necessarily something that only black people can say. I think it's more of a like, only, it's a thing that we don't feel comfortable with white people saying. Um, because of the history behind it. Um, so I, I struggle with that idea of when is it okay and when is it not okay. Um, and, and I really don't know because I just don't I just don't see where we can get to a common place where we can use that mm-hmm. word and it not be oppressive. And I know when Bill Maher went on or when Ice Cube went on the show, he, he said that nigga is a 
tool, not a we- as a could be used as a weapon or a tool. Um, and I feel like when we as black people we use it as more of a of a of a tool. I mean, we, we took the word back because um, we didn't want to be oppressed by it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like we started using it just so it would lose its power or, or its strength or its lust, uh, not lust, but it, it, it's oppression. So I feel like, um, and I'm and I'm really trying not to ramble, but I, I feel like that's really what we need to get back to but then that that brings the confusion of okay so is it something that only black should be saying because i i think the more that we use it and the more that it we continue to pass it around it stays a part of our you know our vernacular or part of our language and i think that unfortunately the more that that word stays around the more that people are going to get the wrong impression that um maybe they should be using it maybe they shouldn't be using it so um I, I really don't know, man. Like, I really don't know. And, and I struggle with trying to justify it one way or another because of how hurtful the word is, but how common the word is in the African-American community. And I think where it all comes full circle is that I just don't think that white people should say it typically because and the hurt and the history behind it because every time a white person in history has said that word something like really horrendous has fucking have happened and so i feel like um it's really hard for us to to pull away from that because race in our country has been something that we have not really faced full circle i mean we've done it for every other culture and community but we really haven't sat down and, and faced um, the shit that we have done to black people and so I, I don't think we'll ever really be in a place where, where everyone can openly use that word or, or no one will use it I don't so I had a, I, I, I'm gonna get my thoughts on it um, <clears throat> and you uh, for, for those of you who don't know Ice Cube uh, went on Bill Maher's show on Friday this uh, this past Friday and uh, talked a little about a little bit about it and you 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 kind of reference what he said and I'm I'm a reference something that he said as well uh, he said uh, it's it's our word now you can't have it back <laughs> and that's kind of how that's kind of how I feel about it like nigga is our word white people can't have it back yeah y'all y'all came up with it but we got it now it's it's ours you know what I mean that's how I feel like when I when I say that only black people can use the the word nigga. Um, because for so long, like you said, it was used as a it was used as a word to to harm us, to hurt us, um, and now we've kind of we kind of took over the word, and uh, instead of using it as a weapon, you know, we, we use it like you said, we use it as a tool. Um, but it's not for everybody to use. When, it, when when other people use it, it's not being used as a tool. Um, from you know my perception, the way I look at it, uh, it's it's used as, as a weapon. It has that negative connotation when it comes from anybody other than a black person um so i feel like he shouldn't have said it he was completely out of line to say it but i think this brings up a, a, another another point you know because a lot of a lot of people call for him to be fired based off of what he said or that, that his career should be over do y'all think that you know bill Maher should be fired for saying nigga or do you think that this should be the end of his career, like like other people? Um, what was the what was the chick name that used to cook? Uh, I forget her name. For but fucking the... tax evasion, that bitch. Yeah, was it her? No, that's Martha Stewart. She oh, best friends. We talking about the other John, the other John that used to cook on the show. With uh, but yeah, she had said she. It came out she had used the word or something like that. And her, they fucking canceled her show. They pulled her off a of network. You know what I mean? They stopped selling her shit in in the stores. 
So, like, in the past, you've seen, like, people that fucking have said, like, some, you know, things that could be perceived as racist, um, or said, you know, and they've lost a job, but should Bill Maher lose his job for this? Absolutely not. I don't think so. I think that would be a little... Okay. Go ahead. Elaborate. Well, because I think that when it comes to comedians, they get a pass on things. You know what I'm saying? Because comedians are the type of people that are going to say things that, you know, people don't necessarily agree with, they get upset with. Um, and things of that nature but at the same token though if Bill Maher was black and he had said it we would have laughed yeah we would have we would have laughed because that's a that's a joke that black people make I mean it it, it really is so I feel like when you talk about a cooking show like all right you're gonna have to justify why you had to say nigga in your cooking show but when we talk about comedians they say kinds of shit like that all the time but if we talk about Chris Rock or, or Eddie mm-hmm. Murphy or some shit like that and they say a joke and, and comedians say fucked up things about white people all the time but they, they get away with it because black people have been oppressed or black people it's a yeah. discovery and we don't fuck with that and so um, they don't get canceled they don't lose their clout because you know but they're just boycotted by black or by white people um, but when we think about um you know, white comedians, they stay away from those kind of things or that kind of material because they don't want to catch... They know that black people are really sensitive and they don't want to, you know, tip the pot the wrong way. Um, but it wasn't like Bill Maher said, you know, he called somebody else a house nigga. Like, he ain't looked at Ice Cube and was like, yo, you a house nigga. You a house like, nigga. Like, that shit would have been fucking no. Like, niggas would have gone the fuck off. But he literally looked at himself and said that, you know what I'm saying... I'm a house nigga. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I can't be mad at him for what he said. I I, I can't excuse it. Like, it was bad, tasteful jokes, but I mean, yeah. that's what it is. So, I mean, I don't really know what, like, we can really get from this or where we can go from here. But I, I just think that, you know, maybe he should just fucking, somebody should tell him that was a dumbass joke and then, you know, let that roll. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, what, what else can we yeah. do? So I kind of, right. I kind of compare Bill Maher to like your white friend, like that got too comfortable. Like he'd been around you for a while, and like you use you use the word nigga around you know around him a lot. You be like, yo, that's my nigga. So he like feel like you know he could, oh, he called me his nigga. I got maybe I can say this shit. And then he like one day y'all conversing and shit, and then he drops the the, the n word, and you like. Nigga. Oh, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I ain't tell you you can say that shit. I think that's like, that's, it was like, he felt comfortable. He thought, you know, because, you know, Bill Maher is like, really, you know, he's, like I said, he's a proponent of a lot of black issues. And like, he brings a lot of light to like, issues that other people with the platform that he has doesn't. Uh, like, you know, he had, uh, he's real cool with Killer Mike and uh, with Michael Eric Dyson. And, you know, he's, you know what I mean? So he, he kind of, he, he, he cool. So he thought, I think it was just one of those things where he thought, you know what I mean? Spur the moment, like a comedian, that he thought he could say the shit. And then he just had, he had to get checked right quick. Like, nah, nah, nigga, you can't say that shit, bro. Like, <laughs> that. I mean, real rap, though, that's not his first time saying that. He says that shit all the time. He probably, I, he, that shit came out he, That shit rolled off the tongue so smooth, dog. That yeah, shit rolled off the tongue. That shit that. rolled off the tongue so smooth. So, so I mean, and it's funny. Like, it's, this is a, this is something I, that I uh, I thought about. Like, so if somebody like Bill Maher, you know, who you know is well known and uh, a, a, really a proponent of like black issues, and somebody who you know a lot of black communities, you know, probably prior to this saw as like, you know. A white ally, you know, says like things like nigga or it makes jokes like that. 
You know what I mean? It just makes you think about what people, what, what everybody else that's just like him are doing. It kind of, it, it brings into, you know, play the, the white privilege. So there's, um, real rap, there's only one white person that's giving a pass, that? dog. Rachel motherfucking Dalzell, dog. That's it. That's the only fucking person. I <laughs> dog, because this bitch gave away her white privilege to be black, dog. She probably, she... So she, she, she probably did too, yo. They ain't surprised. She probably used to be an NAACP man. It's like, these niggas, man, y'all niggas gotta chill, bruh. It's like, exactly. Rachel probably used to be. Well, I bitch Rachel, she can say that shit. And I'd be like, oh, Rachel, you shouldn't say that kind of shit, man. But, you know, get out of here, kiddo. But, yeah, that bitch gave away her white privilege to be black, so she can say it. I ain't gonna be bad. I ain't gonna be bad at her. Fuck that. Oh, you know man. Like, fuck it. Nah, nah, nah. He don't. He don't get a pass. I mean, like, like you said, I, I don't think he should lose his job. I don't. I don't personally think he should lose his job or that you know they should fire him. Um, but uh, I think he needs to. He, he got to understand that he fucked up. Like saying that, especially on like on in the, with, with the platform that he has. Um, he's got. He's got to come out and come up with some apology. Which he did. He did apologize, but. I mean, I think this is a, I think this is a teaching moment, um, a teach, a teachable moment, teachable point about the word, and you know how it makes black people feel, for especially you know, with everything that's going on today, um, you know, this, this presidency, this administration, you know, the, the, the feelings that he's created, stirred up in, you know, you know, the community, the nation. I think it's a good conversation to have <clears throat> about, you know, the negative connotation that this word has when it comes from a certain demographic. Um, you know what's interesting, though, why, why you say that? Um, I don't know if I told y'all this or not, but my aunt is actually doing a study about middle-class um, African-American families and, and the way that they um, are raising their kids. And she, mm-hmm. what she's finding is that the African-American families are not teaching their kids about our history and slavery and segregation and things of that nature um and so what they're not doing um why why not why not because that that sounds counterintuitive to me yeah why why wouldn't you want to teach your why wouldn't you want to teach your kids about their history you know where where they came from yeah, well, the reason that they're not teaching their kids is because they don't, a lot of, uh, I guess the people from this study are, are feeling like they're putting their child at a disadvantage um, and they don't want their child to feel like um, they can't achieve. And so what they think is that their child is going to believe there's a glass ceiling and they're not going to want to feel motivated or want to strive to be the best that they can be. And so their families aren't really bringing it up. Um, they're just kind of leaving it as something that happened in the past. Um, and, and they don't focus in on it. And you know, in our education system, we don't focus in on it and we don't talk about it. So, um, but, and, and when, when she finishes the, the uh, study, I'll definitely shoot the link to you guys um, so you can really see this. But I, I think that's interesting that you say that this is a dialogue that we need to continue to have in the, in the country because as we continue to have this dialogue in the country, then we can really continue to have the, I guess, the awareness and the knowledge about the way that these words affect people. Um, and, and, and it's crazy because, you know, I work at a middle school uh, where our students, you know, they use it in word interchanges <laughs> all the time. You know and so I feel like um, it, a lot of times it feels out of place, but they, they, I mean, the kids don't check them. Like, they don't think anything of it. So I, a lot of times I feel like... Um, maybe we are moving towards a direction in which um, 
maybe the word won't have as much influence anymore. Maybe it won't be so controversial. Maybe it'd be something that um, people can say openly and, and, and not think anything of it. Um, and and I think that, that that's probably what's the most interesting because I, what I want to know is, you know, is there a difference between the low income, high income, or middle class? Like, is there a difference between economic status and what you teach your child about history? I think that that'd be interesting to know because um, as we move towards this future, um, you know, I, depending on what we find in the study, maybe we will continue, start to lose portions of our history that, you know, we, we, we never have. Isn't that exactly what's happening, though? Because if you have parents that aren't teaching their children this, their children will never grow up knowing that and knowing that that word, the history of that word. And so to them, it just becomes another word. And so that history sort of disappears. And then we start, people are always saying, oh, I thought we were living in this post-racial society. That's the so reason why. Basically, it's because basically it's what you're saying taught. is that this, your aunt study, right, is, is revealing that middle class black parent parents are whitewashing the history that they're teaching their children. I don't necessarily think they're whitewashing it. I think they're just omitting portions of history. I wouldn't necessarily call it whitewashing. I think that that's that, that. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. But, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy, man. <laughs> well, it is interesting. It's definitely interesting um, to see where where that, that's going to lie because I really want to see how that it's going to affect us here in the future, um, especially when we look at um, how race relations are continuing to be kind of icy in our nation today. You know? Well, I I think that kind of fits into like you know the mindset that you know some upper class people get if like if you dress a certain way you won't be if you dress a certain way or if you speak a certain way if you carry yourself this way you know you won't experience uh, prejudice or racism or you you won't you won't uh, keep yourself from getting these opportunities when in fact. In all reality, that's not really the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not. It's not. I'm not gonna say it's not uh, always the case, but or did I say that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it. And I and I think that you know, in that same vein, I think that when we hear a lot of celebrities say things like the only way to get over a race um, is if we, we stop talking about race. And so no, you think no. That, do you think that that's the no, way that that's we should no, go? no, 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 no. I do not agree with that at all. I think you have to talk about it. Like if you if you fucking just because you act like there isn't a problem or try to imagine that a problem doesn't exist doesn't make that fucking problem go away. So if every time you flush your toilet and that bitch overflows, if you just sit there and be like, well, no, 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 this is not really overflowing. I'm imagining this and you just fucking ignore it. That's not going to make your fucking toilet stop overflowing. It's just going to make you have a fucking a bathroom full of water on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, it, it just, so just because you don't talk about the problem or don't, you know, bring the problem up doesn't mean that the problem's not there. It's still there. It's still something you got to deal with. I think that's probably the worst I, analogy ever. Yeah, uh, that's the best. That's the best one I could come off the top of my head with right quick. I mean, I probably could have. I thought about it. I could have came up with something better. But that, I mean, I think that when we talk about, um, I don't think that they necessarily want to forget. I think that what they're trying to do is they're trying to create a place in which race is not something that we teach our kids because as they grow up eventually, you know, Mm -hmm. there won't be a difference between us. And so I think that, um, you know, as we start to die out, that won't really be a conversation that we continue to have to have. I think think it's better to, I think what we need to get to is an era where we embrace our differences instead of use our differences to divide. I, and I, th- I think that's ultimately what 
having a conversation about race can get us to um, instead of just in, in, in you know kind of imagining that we don't have any differences because we do everybody's different everybody is different everyone in their own way whether it's the way you you know your culture your the way you you know brought up your color your skin everybody has some differences but instead of using our differences to divide us we could try and use our differences to you know embrace our differences to bring us together if that makes any sense it, but, it, I mean, does, I think it makes sense in my it head does, but the way out the way you know, i would put it is we understand we know we have differences but they're trying to say that they're looking at it as those differences don't matter to the point where they should they should bring us to some sort of division like yeah you're they black shouldn't. and white they so what about it that's where they're trying to go with it and like kind of put it on the back burner they shouldn't they shouldn't matter but in order to go forward you must first know where you came from and in order to know where you came from, you have to discuss your history and what has happened in the past. It's Because it's, if you don't know your history and you don't discuss your history, you don't talk about it, you don't analyze it, you know, you're bound to fucking fall into the same traps that you did in the past. You're bound to make this mistakes again if you don't, you know, talk about your mistakes. Yeah, I mean, you can say that all you want, but I don't believe it holds true. I do think the same, like, <laughs> those who don't know their history... You can say whatever you want, nigger, yeah, but... Uh... Look, look, those, there's a saying that those who don't know their history are doomed to repeat it. Now, yes. now let's say we're going to honestly say that the people of Egypt didn't know their history, and so we still just repeated slavery over again. I think they knew. They were writing. They were passing along their history, and the same shit still happened. It was nothing new. And in, in some cases, they used the history as a blueprint to, to, to continue doing what they wanted to do. So, yeah, sure, if you don't know your history, you're going to repeat it. But at the same time, you can still know your history and still repeat it. So, here's the thing, right? We're not going to talk about <laughs> that. I'm going to let that one go. I'm going to let that what? one go. We're just going. We're not, no, no, no. We're just going to keep going. But, so, the point, the point, I think... We talked about a lot, right? We talked about, you know, this being a teaching point. Um, we talked about how we can use this as an opportunity to show people, you know, the negative connotation that the word has. Um, so what I wanna, I wanna ask this question again. I asked this question at the beginning of the episode and I wanna ask this question again. Just to get y'all opinions, because I'm curious just how you guys look at it. Who can say that word? Um, if I'm being completely honest, because of the dealings I've had with people that have used the word and it, I didn't feel offended by it, it's hard for me to say only black people can use that word. <laughs> because if you ain't saying shit about it when somebody that you don't think should say it says it, if you're just going to sit there and be quiet about it, then you're saying that it's cool for anybody to use the word. True. So true, true. It's, right. it's hard to not be a hypocrite. So that being said, I mean, anybody can say the word. It's just a matter of the connotation you use it in. So the connotation. So you believe that anybody can say the word, nigga, just the connotation. Yeah. And well, I'll be honest, that's, that's hard for me to say because 
and internally I'm like, nigga, only black people can use that word. <laughs> it's cool. I'll be your fucking your internal conscience. Only black people can say the word nigga. Like, Point blank period. I, I don't give a fuck. 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 Miss me with the bullshit. Only black people can say the word. And if I'm ever in a, a situation where someone says it, I'm not gonna, I'm not the type of person like you say nigga. I'm gonna be like, yo, we gotta fight. That's not the type of person I am. But I am gonna politely ask you, yo. Could you not use that word around me? I understand that when people are in other situations, their friends might let them use it, so they feel comfortable using it. They'd be like, oh, but my friend lets me say it. Oh, my girlfriend lets me say it. Oh, but my cousins let me say it. You know, wh- what the fuck ever? I don't care. But if I if I politely ask you, yo, don't say that word around me, if it offends me, then that should, that should be it. And we can go from there, amicably. We don't have to, you know, I'm not gonna be mad at you. Like, I understand, I, I get it. You, you you, heard it a lot. You feel like, you know, you were cool enough to say it. You feel like you were in enough to say it. But no, only black people can say the word nigga, in my opinion. And that's that's where we get to, so we've had a couple of episodes where we ended up talking about essentially language and the English language and how we talk to people and what we say. And like, words are words. And so it's hard to, because like words mean different shit to everybody and it could be the same exact yeah. word so it's it's hard to delineate who can and cannot say what now that doesn't negate the fact that people are going to feel some type of way like some people say like there's a lot of dudes that be like yo don't call me a bitch like that's their word like they will fuck you up if you call them a bitch why because that word has yeah. a meaning to them and so for the for black people generally speaking the word nigga has a specific meaning coming from certain people that's where we that's where we get it from and uh, demo was talking about it earlier um like the history behind it and what what that word historically meant and what it does to people mentally and psychologically like it also does something to the people to people of non-color white people that when they say it or they hear it they automatically think a certain thing like oh if that person's a nigga like they ain't shit they need to be working in the field or whatever you want to say it means to them and that's what that's what that's what it generally (laughs) that's what it means to them like when a white person is angry and they're like oh you fucking nigger and you're like yo (laughs) they're not not (laughs) calling you they homie guaranteed so (laughs) it's hard man Words, words mean things, but I don't know. This was tough, man. Real tough. Yeah, I mean, no, it's like, like it's a, it's a fight within, it's within the black community altogether about the word. Um, they said this on, they, they were talking about this on the show, on uh, Bill Maher's show when he had a, uh, when he had Ice Cube on. Like, it's a fight within our own, within our own community on whether or not, you know, like Darren, Darren, Darren makes the argument that nobody should say it. I'm. You know what I mean? A proponent of fucking that only black people can say it. You, you know what I mean? You don't give a fuck who say the shit. You know what I mean? Long as, it's, long as you know, they're saying it from a friendly fucking place or like, you know, it, the, the context in which they say it. So, to you know, with, within just the square table alone, we all fucking see a different, mm-hmm. you know, have a different viewpoint on this topic. That's, that's um, and I think that's a, that's a, uh, that's a small depiction of how the African-American a race as a whole views this topic and views the nature of that word, um, and it's just it's interesting. I think it's a, I think it's an interesting interesting topic um, and an interesting conversation that I, I don't think is going anywhere anytime soon. It's not. Um, 
It's nah. not. I think that we were, we were talking earlier about how, uh, like, if we don't talk about something or if we don't teach our kids something, will it go away? And I don't know. I think it will. If we if people stop teaching about it, because think about it. In history books, how much do you hear about the civil rights movement outside of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X? In history books that they teach in school? Yes. None. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So nobody, uh, barely. nobody knows about the other things that happen in the civil rights movement because it's not being taught. And no, nobody knows about it. It's gone. If it's not written down, if it's not taught. No, it's no, 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 no. It's, it's not it's not gone. People know about it. It's out there just because they aren't teaching it, uh, you know, in in uh, in depth. I'm not going to say that they aren't teaching it in schools because they, they teach it, but they don't teach it in depth. But just because they aren't teaching it in depth doesn't mean that that information, that knowledge about that time period isn't out there because it is. There are plenty of books and plenty yes. of uh, different resources that you have to use independently outside of school to get that information. But it's out there. And if you if you do the reading and the research, you can easily find it. So, it's not going and it's not going to go away. Now, it will it will if it's not being taught regularly or taught in depth in schools that it won't become common knowledge. Like, it won't be common knowledge for the average child out there if you go ask them about, you know, Stokely Carmichael or, you know, the Black Panthers and Huey P. Newton and what they did. Or if you go ask about the, some of the other major contributors in the civil rights movement, all right, it might not be common knowledge to them, but that doesn't mean that that information is not out there for them to go attain. Yeah, but I'm talking, we're talking time. We're talking generations, not like our lifespan. Shit, shit will disappear. Nigga, we no, it won't. Not if I can help it. I, I, I won't. I won't let that shit disappear, bro. Don't, don't get me started. Don't get me started, man. Because that, that's not some shit. It's not some shit that we should let disappear. That's not some history that we should let go. I agree. I'm just talking. Okay. All right. All right. I'm making sure we're on the same page here, Jack. Part of our history. Okay. But shit will disappear because we're talking about mass millions of people, and if that information is not out there. If it's not readily available, if people don't even know where to go to look, if people don't know where to go where to look, you don't know what you don't know. So you will not even go search that no. out because you don't know you don't know it. I got you. I'm picking up what you put like, I'm picking up what you put down. And that's why we have to do those things. But then we got other shit that's pulling people's attention, like stupid shit in the media, like oh, there's a cat stuck in a tree. This is this is world news. Like nigga, I don't care. Tell me something real. Talk to me. Read read something else. Like shit's shit's uh, gonna disappear, and only what the people that run our money and our economy and our world what they want us to know. They are intent on dumbing right, us what down. They want us to know. Yes. That's all they're gonna teach us, unfortunately. Yes. And like you say, people uh, have I, to go out and search for what they don't know. It's hard. But I think that's why the onus is on us, and especially y'all, y'all two being, you know, it's, uh, I think we'll get more into this topic next week uh, when we get into our, our Father's Day episode. But the onus is on us uh, as, you know, black parents to teach our kids what the school is lacking. Mm-hmm. You know, the stuff that they're lacking in the schools that they aren't teaching, I think the onus is on us to uh, teach our kids about our history mm-hmm. and, um, and, you know, know what? where we come Not from. To get into that. Um, which is why I think I think that that the article, you know, the research that Dan Arnt is, doing, is doing is going to be really interesting because I want to know why parents feel like they don't need to teach their kids about where they came from and their history, and it's just it's interesting. It's a lot interesting. of people give up too. I'm curious. I think a lot of people give up because when you're dealing with the culture and the <clears throat> people that have had their history literally ripped from them, 
and taken from them everything from names to language to religion like people don't know where to go back to like where what i'm supposed to send in my dna and then some dude sends me an email <laughs> saying you're from this tribe in this part of africa like nigga i, mean, I don't even know if i fully trust that like he could be writing some I shit mean, up that i don't even know and i'm going i'm going to get it like oh my god i gave him my dna I, this is where I come mm. from. Like, nigga, you, we, mm. well, we, we most the majority of us come from, you know, the, the western coast of Africa. That's that's an old fact. I mean, you might not find out the exact, you know, tribe and who, who the fuck, you know, the damn tribe leader was. But you know, right, you got a but general, you got, but you, you got, know, got idea of where we came. We have from. a general idea, but think about every other race and culture that can pinpoint exactly what blade of grass their greatest grandparents were, blo- were born well, on. Like, like that's that's the uh, that's the African American dilemma, bro. It, it that's is. What we call it the African American so dilemma. So then, where do you so then where do you draw that line and say I am African American I mean, and I live in America and that is where we my ain't fucking starts. land on Plymouth Rock, bro. Plymouth Rock landed on us. All right, <laughs> shit. So where do you start that? Where do you start that line and say this is the history that I'm going to create for my future generations that will carry my name? Because the news that you have, you only got when you came to America. So that's the. Only I mean, his, that's, that's the, I, I, I disagree because his we our history is way more you know extensive than what the fucking books, the textbooks show. Our history goes way back before we fucking landed on this on this this, this the shores of this country during slavery. There, there's African history goes back way much more further. Yes, I agree. That. And where do you start? So where, do like, you, where do you start if you want to know if Darren Dashay Rainey wanted to know his history and where he came from? Where did you start? And then how do you go about going that far back? It's out. It's out there. You just. I just got to do the. I just got to do the lead work and the research. It's it's out there. That that information is out there. I, I mean, I can. I can go talk to some African fucking scholars. You don't even I know mean, your name. I don't. Your grandparents don't know your name. Your great-great-grandparents don't know your name. I don't. That's my so motherfucking slave you name. Know where did you go to? <laughs> Which I think, if I, don't, if, I, if, I know, if I remember correctly, Rainey is a fucking Scottish name. Dog, so I don't know but, how we even got here. <laughs> well, you, you, I don't know, guys. Y'all, I don't think y'all got hit to this. Yeah, Darren, no, my dog, my shit Darren, blew up, dog. His <laughs> computer fucking went blew up, dog. Like, he fucking, he, dog, you know, put, but I don't know how we got here because it's way off top. Yeah, we were, but I think Josh is right. Top. I mean, I'm just gonna say that only because what he's trying to get at is that history is made up by the winner so Mm -hmm. you don't even know what's the truth you know if you ask one black person well how did the slave trade even start they'll say you know black sold other blacks into slavery but that's not necessarily what happened so i mean you don't even know what history you're teaching is even the truth you know and and so even if you go out there and do that legwork to get that book or go or talk to those scholars a lot of things are left up to one interpretation two um what they found so far like you don't even really know you're just taking that off of their value because or off their word because you didn't do the work yourself to really investigate that so i think that's really what he's getting at is that you don't even know so pretty much what josh is getting at is that eventually we won't know what the true history is i mean a lot of the big points like slavery and stuff like that it'd be hard to make that go away but you really don't know why that happened especially if you think about other races or other nationalities in their history like indians like if we really think about it, what do we really know about that inter- first interaction when the pilgrims came? 
that they share. We don't know. We just know. Turkey and what we, and shit and they sat yeah, what we think happened is that the pilgrims were, you know, they kind of uh, tried to learn from the Indians and then all of a sudden got greedy and started taking their land. Do we know if that really happened? I don't know. Um, when we talk about um, Egypt and, and uh, you know, building the pyramids and their slavery system, what do we really know about how that started or why that started like that? We don't. We just know what we've read in books and stuff like that. So, but that's my point is because we're going off of other people's word. And so I think that what Rainey is getting at is that it's important that us as black people to continue to pass down information um, word of mouth because that, you know, that's more, I guess that's what we'll, but we all have to have a unified message of what we're passing down. And I think that's how to bring it full circle. I think that's how we will address the use of the word nigga is that we all have to pass down the same unified information, the same unified story, where the word came from, how it was used, why black people started to use it in the first place, um, and where it stands now. And I think that we need to be united on that front and then decide as a whole, how are we going to go forward with the use of this word? And I think that the NAACP attempted that with burying the word and saying, all right, for now, we're not going to use it. Um, but the problem... But the problem is, yeah, but the problem is it wasn't something that we all agreed on. And I think that and and that goes back to us not having a single unified voice when it comes to black people. So, you know, that's 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 my two cents on that. Like how you wrap that up. Like yeah. how, like how you did that there, man. When you fucking came back in the last two minutes of the episode. Hey man, I've like, been here just... for a minute, but like I've been I know I've you been couldn't really... talk. You couldn't you couldn't talk. I was here. Dog, I've I... been super frustrated with this right now, dog. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But uh I think I think I think we hit all the, the major points and we, we, you know, had some, some decent discussion. Hopefully it, it uh creates some discussion on y'all and the listeners. Mm-hmm. Y'all go back and you know listen to this and then, and then bring up this conversation in your households with your friends, family, coworkers. Um Unless let us know what y'all think. Who can yeah. answer, just answer the question for us, who can use the word nigga? Who can use it? I'm gonna put a poll on Twitter. Who? Put a yeah, poll on Twitter, who can use the word nigga? And I want, I want, no, I want to know how many people think like Josh. <laughs> yeah, how many people? I'm, I'm, surprised. Surprised. How many people, I'm surprised. I am. I'm not gonna lie, Josh. Think I'm like me. Um, actually, you know what? I'm not surprised. Because you I, can't, you can't have it both ways. Well, you can't say it and then not want anybody else to say it. All right, well, we'll, we'll give us feedback. <laughs> before, we, before this conversation restart. Damn, <laughs> dog. All right, now, man, man. That's it, man. That's all we got. Shots, shots, shots. All right, so let's get into the, uh, let's get into the, the movie shot. Yeah, okay. So, um, so going into movie shots, so like I said at the beginning of the episode, like, we messed up. Um... And I'm sorry. So, but I figured we're, that, we're all sorry. Yeah, we're we're all real sorry. But I figured we're all, we're all real sorry. Um, I still wanted to bring something special to movie shots for this week. Um, so I conned my wife into doing it. Did you now? Yeah, I did. I did. I conned my wife did, into doing it. Is, um, we got we got a mole on the track. Yeah, we got we got a mole on the track. But um, it get it, it sparked a really good idea. So um, in order to preserve our livers, um. <laughs> and the fact that so many movies are coming out this summer, um, I had the idea that, you know, just to keep listeners engaged into movie shots, if you guys go and see a movie drunk, you can send us a review of the movie and we will play it on an episode. What? That's, that's, that's what? like. Anybody can do movie shots. 
Yeah, so anybody can do a movie shot. So, you know, if you like Everybody shots, can do movie shots. Or you feel like you'd be better at doing movie shots. Um, you know, send your, your review in on any of these movies. I know Mummy just came out. I know we got Justice League about to come out. We got all this kind of stuff. We'll tweet out when we're going to do a movie shot. But if you do it and it's better than ours, we'll play yours. Bam, in Damn, there, in like there. that. In there, dog. In that in way. There. But so here's the thing. So I don't think people are really get grasping what movie shots means. And this is why I said we're trying to preserve our livers. Is that you have to be drunk, like fuck, almost uh, blackout drunk. Drunk. Watch you go the see entire the movie. movie and then you gotta give maintain your drunkness through the movie. Yeah, and then give your and review. While you're drunk. <laughs> while you're giving the review, you still drunk. have to be drunk. Right. So, um, and when you guys hear that, we'll, we'll play the audio for when my wife did it here in a minute. But it's funny because she underestimated how drunk she had to be. Um, and so about, <laughs> we maybe had like, we had like 15, 20 minutes left in the movie and she begged me to go to sleep. She was like, no, I can't. Like, please, can we just it. record this so I can go to sleep, dog? And I was like, all right, whatever. So she actually didn't even finish the movie. Um, which, which is better because the ending wasn't that great but what I will say is it's harder than you think mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta sneak in the class cause you gotta stay drunk for like a good two, two and a half hours just depending on which movie so, you want to see friend, and then you gotta make it home you know what's funny though you don't realize how hard staying drunk is until you have to like intentionally yeah. try to do it exactly right like, I've, I've been drunk for like you know I've been drunk for like a long time and like you know just been drinking and partying but like when you're not doing shit except for watching the movie and then like watching the lines on the, the you know the, the screen as you record yeah. and you talk and then still try and be drunk and maintain your level of drunkness oh, yeah that shit is kind of hard bro yeah that shit is yeah hard as hell. Right. The, well, what was funny is the whole time my wife was trying to be funny and i was like <laughs> You're drunk. Like it's not gonna it's, it's not gonna be funny. Like just talk because you're drunk enough that whatever you say is gonna be hilarious. So like, <laughs> I had to cut like the first like five minutes of it out because she just out of control. So you know, it, but you'll hear it in the audio. And and I want you guys to get out there and do your own do your own movie shots, man. Because I think it'd be funny. Um, and it'd be a great way to engage the audience. So, um, this week we're doing Wonder Woman. Um. And, and Drunk Wifey is a huge fan, so I thought that would be cool for y'all to, to listen to that. So, yeah. Tell us what you think. Shoot in your fucking movie shot when you guys do it. Um, and then, to, the e- to the email. To or, the email. Or, or the, you know, the square table 3.0 at gmail.com. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we'll see y'all next week. I got a bad feeling about this. What 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 is the movie that you watched today? <laughs> today I watched Wonder Woman. <laughs> Why is that funny already? Because I couldn't enjoy it. <laughs> You're a terrible person. What? I am not a terrible person. I'm never doing this again. Never, right. never again. Agreed. Never, <laughs> never again. So what? Uh, why don't you tell us what the plot is? What is what is the plot? All right. So here's the plot. 
little girl can't wait to start her period. She's just like ready to be a woman. She's like, I'm ready to be a woman. I'm ready to battle. So they train her on the side, right? So they be training her on the side, training her on the side. Then shit gets real. Like some shit pops up that she wasn't ready for. And she got to be like a big girl about it. But she's not ready to be a big girl because she doesn't understand all these feelings. She doesn't understand all these emotions. She doesn't understand all this history. So like, she's got to be a big girl about it. And then she's like, you know what, mom? All those legends you told me, like... I'm ready to go fight this shit for real. And her mom was like, bitch, if you leave, you can't come back. And she's like, it's okay, because I'm going to go fight the legend. And so she goes off with this other white man named Steve. So he's like low-key Captain America, but I guess he's Captain Britain. And she follows this nigga into war. Yeah. And that's what happens. Okay. So okay. Diana follows this nigga into war. Yeah. Follows Captain Britain into war. That's what happens. Okay. All right. All right. So, so uh, we saw Diana or Gail. I think that's how you say her name. We saw her in uh, Batman vs Superman. How do you think she did in, in her own movie? Um, I'm pretty proud of her because I found out recently that she was pregnant during some of the filming. Oh yeah. Like they had to reshoot some of the scenes and they put like basically a green blanket over her stomach and was like, "Fuck you, we won't film anyway." So, I mean, like, it's real hard to be, like, seven, eight months pregnant and still filming, I'm sure. I mean, I've never had a baby, but, like, I just felt like it's really uncomfortable. She was still doing shit. I mean, she yeah. didn't do all her stunts, but, like, I'm still proud of her, like, to even show up to work. Because I feel like if I was pregnant seven, eight months, I'd be like, fuck all you niggas, I'm staying back today. So, uh, shout-outs to her. What do you think about uh, her co-host, Chris Pine? Steve. Steve? Yeah. Captain Britain. So. Yeah, yeah, Captain. What do you think about him? He's Captain Britain. So, what do, what do you think about his performance as Captain Britain, though? He's just a smart ass Captain Britain. He's not special. He's white and he's blonde. Okay. I mean, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. All right. Well, well, who who would you say is your favorite character in the movie? Yo, his fucking secretary, because that bitch is real. Like, he just showed up one day, and was like, "Yo, I got this bitch off a boat." get her some clothes and she was like oh, okay and she gonna try her on some clothes and then she was like here's her sword and shield and she was like i'll take it to the office so like can't remember what the what the secretary's name is but she's his ride or die and she's the realist Ooh, and you name? know i feel like everybody has a secretary in their life yeah. and shout out to everyone shout out to your person shout out to your person right now like you hear this on the you hear this on the podcast call your person and be like yo shout out to you because you're the realist because you keep me in check. You keep my weapons for me. You keep my secrets for me. And you just fucking roll with it. Because you are my ride or die. Okay, yeah. Hug your secretary today. Yeah, your secretary. Or your slave. No. I mean, yeah, she said she, yeah, she, said she was her slave. But like, we won't call it your secretary. Because I feel like... It's like National Hug Your Slave Day. No, don't say that. Okay. You know what? No, you can't say that. Because you know what? You say that I work for you all the time. You fire me like every other day. Yeah, me and you are getting fired after this too. Um, what, what was I... your favorite part of the movie? You know what? Don't come for me unless I send for you, okay? You just did. Just, I didn't, no, I didn't, I didn't sign up for this. Oh. You told me I was doing this. Yeah, and then you're doing a really good job so far. <laughs> you're doing a really good job so far, I, I think. work tomorrow. I don't deserve. I don't deserve. So what? What was your favorite part of the movie? Um, hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So my favorite part of the movie was like when Diana was being innocent. <laughs> She's on a little boat with the new with British Steve, you know, British Captain Brit Captain Britain or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's with him, and she's like, so you don't sleep with women? He's like, no, I sleep with women. And she's like, so what are you talking about? We have to be like married before a court if people aren't. And she was just basically like, fuck gender stereotypes, fuck all the shit you be hearing. Like, we're going to sleep on this boat next to each other, and we're going to be warm, and we're going to move on with our lives. And he was like, oh, but gender stereotypes. And she's like, fuck you and all your gender norms. Get, it, get close to me. We're going to sleep together. And just because, like, she's a feminist icon, so, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> also, I like the penis joke that they made, like, very early on, where she was like, are all men like this? And he was like, I'm above average. And I want to be like, but I bet you soft as fuck right now, though. Um, you think he was never soft? Seen... No, he's probably hard as shit, but okay. I just don't think he was that big. Because Diana's supposed to be the, the most beautiful woman anyone's ever seen. Yeah, but like, I mean, people are growers, not showers, but you can't grow like 11 inches when you see the most beautiful woman in the world. Like, he's definitely like a six-incher. Maybe. Oh, well, well now we know. Okay, all right. I What's appreciate that. What's the average for white men? I don't, I don't know. I, let's, let's I'd have to that. ask the Googles. Ask Google. We'll come back but, to it later, but like, yeah. he's maybe six. If he's above average. What? Okay. All right. Well, while we, we figured that out, uh, wh- <laughs> <laughs> like, why is this even important? <laughs> because Diana is the, Diana's the shit. She doesn't even know it. She's just like, she just comes for you. Like, she doesn't know that it's inappropriate to throw shade. She doesn't know that it's inappropriate to like check you. And she just does. And like, you're surprised. You're like, you're not supposed to do this. It's not proper. And she's just like, you can lick uh, my ass. The average penis size is uh, five point one inches. Yeah, so he's maybe six, slightly okay. above that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, five point six. He's six. Okay, I'm with that. I'm with it. I'm with it. All right. So, uh, do you think there'll be a second one? Do you think there'll be a Wonder Woman too? So I don't think there's gonna be a Wonder Woman too. I think DC is gonna try and follow Marvel and do the whole like. Marvel War, World War shit shit. Um, so you think they'll just go straight into the Justice League and there won't be another one? No, there's, they're definitely going straight into Justice League. They already introduced the, the trailer for it. So like... Yeah, but... So Marvel, even though they did the Avengers, Iron Man still had movies, Thor still has movies. Do you, so do you think that Wonder Woman, even after Justice League... I mean, she might have a movie, but I don't think... I don't think they're going to give her like Wonder Woman 2 like 2k5 or some shit they're not gonna give her like the reckoning they're not gonna give her like modern time they're not gonna do that shit for her because they just don't respect women but i think that the director of this movie who is a woman they're gonna bring her back because she directed the fuck out of this movie like the imagery is beautiful the shots the sights beautiful like she she upplayed Wonder Woman in all the right ways. She didn't over she didn't overly sexualize her. She made her she showed her as a very strong independent woman. And yeah. I mean she even showcased somewhat of a love story in there and didn't make it overbearing like, Oh my god, I'm in love with you and I gotta fight the world and I have to choose. Like she didn't make that the theme. She was just like, I'm over here fucking shit up and like 
you're cute or whatever, so I might fuck with you. Were you a fan of the love story? I know a lot of people on the internet that are not fans of that. So, like, I read a lot. So, I normally don't read stuff before movies, mm -hmm. but I actually read up a lot on it because I didn't want to walk into it and be disappointed. Yeah. And just like what all the reviews said, the love story isn't the center focus. Like, it's mentioned early on there's a crush and an attraction, but it wasn't like, this is a love story. It was more so like, this is Diana being introduced to like the rest of the world after being in isolation mm -hmm. and also finding, finding, um, I won't say love, but like not companionship, just like that whole, like <clears throat> the, the flirtation, the back and forth, like just finding attraction to the op, just finding the opposite sex for the first time and like kind of figuring that out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that was the most, the intriguing part about it. It's like she's figuring out at the same time. It's not natural to her. So that was pretty cool. So what do you think if they do make another one, what do you think it'll be about? Um I don't know, like I don't know how they'll do a, another Wonder Woman movie. Um unless they bring in some of the other Amazonians, like What's the one? The black one's name? Niobe? Yeah. Like oh, unless... I don't think that's her name. I think it's Niobe or something. Niobe. If they bring her in, I just, I don't know exactly how they'll, how they'll do that. But, um, I think that's the only way they can kind of continue for her is like bringing in someone from her past into the current times, especially with the, with the, um, Justice League movie being released next. Mm -hmm. But I swear to God, if they make her fall in love with, like, Batman or Superman or some shit, like, but I will disown DC. Like She does in the comic books, though. I don't give a shit about the comic books. Wonder Woman is is a feminist icon. Like, it's she is not... Like, it's like a weird love triangle they've got going on. I know it's a weird love triangle. And I know, like, originally she's, like, this bond, this woman who's supposed to be in like bondage and controlled by men. Like I get, I get her origins, like legitimate origins. I understand that, but like what she's That's her come to mean, tied up. yeah, tied up by a man specifically. Kinky, kinky my ass. Like she would fuck a nigga out of life. She would. I wish somebody would tie Diana. I wish somebody would. She would. They would tie her up with her own lasso truth, and she'd be like, "What's about to happen?" She would lay out what's about to happen and how they're about to die mm -hmm. and they would laugh at her and then she'd fucking do it because she's Wonder Woman, bitch. So basically what you're saying is in order for her to have another movie you'd have to bring up something in her past she couldn't like fight another like iconic enemy of hers. I mean unless they introduce her iconic enemy but I don't know who her iconic enemy would be because the one that she did have in the comics was su super racist. So I mean to Asian yeah. Is it Asian people or like the Asian diaspora? I don't know. It wasn't very specific. Okay. But he was an egg and he was Asian. Yeah, no, it they're was, not. It was no, super they're racist. No, they're not going to do the egg. So they're not going to do the egg guy. They're not so going like, to do the egg guy. But I mean, they did Aries in this movie, so. I mean, yeah, but they did Aries in this movie. I don't think, I mean. So I'm too drunk to finish the movie. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Like, I'm getting put to bed while I'm recording this. Um, so I don't know if she defeats Aries. No, she most definitely doesn't. So unless she defeats Ares in this movie, spoiler like, warning. Oh, spoiler! Great, she defeats Ares. So I mean, if she defeats Ares, she really doesn't have anybody else to fight as her supreme enemy, 
Unless it's gonna be the rest about her love triangle, and I could give a shit about her love triangle because one, Superman's in love with Lois Lane, so like he just needs to go fuck Lois and call it a day. And Batman's a pimp, so. So uh, what would be your overall rating of the movie? Let's go for one to ten. One to ten. So I'm definitely giving this movie. Um, I'm gonna give it a nine because it is the best superhero movie with a woman. You didn't give it a what? A nine. Oh. Okay. It's the best super. I mean, if you think of all the superhero movies that would be in women starring in, like Catwoman, Electra, whatever, this is. Those are It's fucking terrible. Like. This is the best one. The only reason I'm giving it a nine is just because there is a love story in this. And that's not what Diana's about. So you would have given it a 10? I would have given it a 10 if there was absolutely no attraction to British Steve. Ovaries unite. I see that you guys are sticking together on this one. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I mean, it's a very good movie, even with the love story of the story like in heavy finger quotes like even with that like it's still a very good movie it's well shot it's well directed i like the characters in it i like the secrecy i like i like all of that um there's very few things that i would change about the movie and the reasons that the movie is the way it is i i very much understand it like the reason that you know she wasn't raised with her sister nairobi Right? I'll, I'll Google it. I don't know. Okay, so I'm just going to call her Nairobi. But the reason she wasn't raised with her black sister Nairobi, pretty much, I mean, it kind of makes sense to me. Um, there's just, there's certain little details that I understand why it's not right Nubia. Nubia. Okay, yeah. it's Nubia. So the reason that she's, like, not raised with Nubia and that's not her main competitor, I can understand that not being the, main, the center of this plot. Mm. I can understand... Um, why certain things that are in the comics or that are basically canon are not being in the movie. Like, I can understand that for the DC Universe and what they want to do and what they're trying to do. Um, I get it. It's not perfect. There's always room for improvement. But I'm definitely going to give this movie a 9 out of 10. Okay, well, is there anything else that you'd like to add in about the movie before we stop? <sighs> um... Squeeze your tits if you love Wonder Woman. Like, wow. she's the shit. Wow. She's fucking stunning. Like, and she's a woman. I just want to point out, like. Put your tits in the air for Wonder Woman. Okay. Squeeze your tits for Wonder Woman. Like, mm-hmm. just, that's okay. what I said. Don't put your tits in the air. That that might be heavy for some people. Okay. Just squeeze them one time. Okay. Um, Wonder Woman is the shit. Like, yeah. point blank, period. Like, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. She kicks ass. She's everything that I think a lot of women want to be and more. She doesn't take shit from anybody, like. And if she does, she's like, I'm going to fuck you up after this, but I'm going to keep it cute because I know where I am and I know how this is. And I also, I'm really appreciative that um, Wonder Woman is a woman of color. I mean, she's from Israel. She's She is a minority. She's not your standard, everyday white, white woman. woman. Like... Mm. She is someone who, who kind of understands strife. She understands struggle, what she grew up in and what, 
what she learned as the, as a person before she took on this role i think is is a lot to understand also someone being you know she's from israel so she also served in a war and so i think somebody who served in a conflict and understanding that and kind of i think she brings a little something extra to the role so i think um the choice for the character was well thought out was well played um i think she's a beautiful person i think she's super strong i think she's badass for filming while pregnant there's a lot of great things about her there's some things that are not you know no one's perfect but i think overall like i i couldn't have asked for a better wonder woman And I'm ready to see her kick ass in uh, Justice League with fine ass Aquaman. Okay, all right. Too much, too much. Oh, we're not talking about Aquaman? No. Because Aquaman is, what's his name? Kyle Drago. Kyle Drago. And I am fucking ready. Like, that's the next drunk review I want to do. No, you're done. Kyle Drago, you're my mother. Guys, it's your boy Darren Deshay here from Square Table. And we'd like to send a huge shout out to all our fans and listeners. We appreciate all the love and support that you've been giving us. Be sure to like and review us on iTunes and SoundCloud at the Square Table 3.0. Five stars if you really feel it's wrong. Also, follow us on Twitter at TST3 underscore zero and on IG at the Square Table 3.0. All one word. Oh, and don't forget, you're at the Square Table.